Pinocchio the One. And I have a special guest here for Red Pill Radio, the franchise owner of The Matrix and the Terminator movies, the derivative of her book, Third Eye Matrix. Y'all welcome, Sophia Stewart. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah. I'm glad to be on your show today. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I'm super honored. Um, the Matrix is something that I fell in love with when I was a kid, which I didn't really understand it, but a part of me understood it. And then when I got older, I watched the Matrix movie. And that's after I'd been studying like the law of attraction and all the metaphysical elements. And when I watched it, I was like, oh my gosh, this, this is like a phenomenon. Most people don't even understand what you, they're talking about. And then after a while, I felt connected and I knew there was something to it that I was really deeply connected to. So then when I heard about your story, it was just like, okay, this makes so much more sense now that I'm hearing it from you. So let's get into your background and really where you came from, your school background and, you know, with science and engineering and film school. So tell them a little bit about yourself. Well, you know, everybody does this. You know, they ask this. This is probably in, uh, I've done over 4,000 media yeah. interviews. Yeah. Of course, my background, I'm from New York City. A lot of people know I'm from New York. Uh, a lot of people know I went to USC film school. I have a degree yeah. in journalism, a double major in law and psychology. Yeah. I studied to be a doctor and a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also a producer, mm -hmm. uh, a paralegal, yeah. um, a screenwriter, an author of several books. Yeah. Yeah. So Matrix and Terminator's consciousness is one epic story. The Terminator in Matrix was just split in half and created yeah. to be two franchises. But it's one epic story. Yeah. Sarah Connor is actually Neo's mother. Yeah. And you're talking about Sarah Connor from The Terminator. That's right. Sarah Connor from The Terminator is actually yeah. Neo's mother. Mm -hmm. So what we're talking about, the Oracle prophecy, the machines here, the Oracle's prophecy, yeah. that a baby is going to be born. And that baby... Well, they're looking for the mother of that baby because they know that baby is going to, in the in the past, they have to time travel to the past to kill Sarah Connor because she's destined to be the mother of the baby. Yeah. That's right. But Kyle Reese also time traveled from the uh, future mm -hmm. to try to save her. And yeah. he inversely uh, falls in love with her, gets her pregnant. Yeah. He has to go back mm -hmm. to the future where he come from. Yeah. And so she's pregnant. It's the Immaculate Conception. So J.C., John Connors, Jesus Christ, grows up to be Neo, one and the same in the Matrix. Yeah, that's really interesting. And after you told me about that the first time we talked, um, I actually saw, I watched the Matrix again, and there was this short clip, and they were passing, like, it was just like a little, um, like, B-roll, and they showed the cop from the Terminator really quick. So you would have to know that, you know, they're connected to be able to catch that type of stuff. But I actually saw it and I'm going to play that clip when I edit this. But it's really interesting how they really tried to put everything together. Well, so, they didn't try to put them together. What people have to understand is a film is just a film like you're filming it right now. Mm -hmm. Well, we're here. We're the source work. Exactly. So you, if you're the source work, no one has created us. Mm -hmm. So a film, them filming my a script in my book, adapting it to the screen. Yeah. That's what they do. I mean, yeah. Lords of the Ring, yeah. they are Tolkien's work. Peter Jackson didn't write it. He just filmed yeah. 
you know, adapted the script in the book yeah. of J.R. Tolkien's work. Yeah. You know, the, the Gravity book, the Gravity movie, yeah. the Maze book, the Maze movie, yeah. the Breaking Dawn book, the Breaking Dawn movie. Yeah. Harry Potter in the Harry Potter movies from a book. Yeah. Very so yeah. when you say the Third Eye Matrix and Terminator, yeah. that's the book and the script with the same name. Yeah. But the Third Eye is the Eye of God because on Earth we have two eyes. Yeah. The humans but there's an all-knowing all-seeing eye of god yeah. and matrix is the woman's womb latin word for the woman's womb a seven thousand year old word that comes from the king james's bible wow so it's the eye the woman's womb mm -hmm. and terminator and time revelations because in the bible and revelations mm -hmm. terminator means the end yeah. revelation is talking about the end yeah. The Bible is divided up into three parts, past, present, and future, yeah. meaning the Old Testament is the past, yeah. the New Testament is our present right here, right now, mm -hmm. and Revelation is what one will become, the future, which is the end time. Yeah. So in Terminator end time, it's speaking about a prophecy mm -hmm. in the Bible, biblical prophecy, the King James's Bible, go in there and look, Google it. Yeah. It's talking about an end time. That in the end times, the Christ consciousness would have to come back to the earth. And why would the Christ consciousness have to come back? Because the machines and the future, the yeah. artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. will have already enslaved mankind. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So how do you think that the machines are enslaving us now? Because we have all this technology. Nowadays. Well, look at this technology. It's making people lazy. Yeah. There are people who are so narcissistic that they're taking selfies and they're falling off of cliffs. They're yeah. falling off of the, into the Grand Canyon. They're drowning and dying and walking Being into holes and hitting by cars. Yeah. They're so self-absorbed in the machines, the cell phones, the, the artificial yeah. intelligence have, you know, self-absorbance of their lives that they're not paying attention to the sunshine, uh, nature, the yeah. trees, the water. Yeah. Back in the day, we had no cell phones 30 years ago, yeah. but we enjoyed life. We, didn't, we were not even concerned with telephones. Yeah, that's very true. And we're supposed to be so connected, but we're not connecting. We well, it's, it's separating people because people are always on their phone. You can look in, in traffic. Yeah. Look to your right, to your left. And in the cars, mm -hmm. the children are looking at their cell phones in the back. Yep. The adults in the front are looking at their cell phones. Yep. Everybody is looking at their cell They're not even paying attention to the light. I actually have to blow for people yeah. to get moving because I yep. know they're texting. They're, texting. Yep. they're looking at their phones. They're yep. answering the phone. Their whole lives are absorbed yeah. by the artificial intelligence, which is the machines. Yeah. It's crazy. Like to think about it, like before earlier on, it was like the younger kids that were always on their phones. And now I'm having, every time I go to my mom's house, I'm like, mom, get off Facebook. Like, can we have a conversation? I'm coming around time. And she's stuck on laughing on Facebook. I'm like, I feel like you're the teenager <laughs> and I'll be the mother. And, and, my grandpa, 89 years old, scrolling up and down Facebook all day. 
Yeah, because like, usually oh, it's the millennials yeah. that are so self-absorbed yeah. into the phones. But nowadays, yeah. if anyone can connect with yeah. the technology and the cell phones yeah. and the androids, the smartphones, mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna be taken I away. I told my grandma do not get a smartphone because he has one of the old flip phones where she can barely send a picture i'm like good stay with that because you like to connect <laughs> with somebody yeah yes jeez it's crazy i'm sitting at the kitchen table i'm the only one not on the phone i'm like this is reversed well it, it, it's like that too and i know a lot of people are identifying with that because yeah. when you go home now mm-hmm. and you try to have a family meal Everybody. People are not even paying attention to the food. They're just yeah. looking at their phones. You can put and... anything on the, on, the, uh, on the plate and they'll be eating it, laughing on their phone. Yeah, even <laughs> at, at the restaurants, even at the parties, yeah. you know, it's just that. But I'm going to go into something now that's a little bit different. Yeah, I, I want to tell people, because I think this podcast is very important. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell people that uh, this is more to me than about money mm-hmm. because this is all i hear uh, a lot of is the yeah. issue how much money did you win how much money how much money are they going to give you yeah. how much money do they have to pay out i hear that a lot when people talk about it. i'm like y'all are missing it yeah i mean what are you guys missing in your lives yeah that money has taken the place of righteousness Money has taken the place of justice. Yeah. Money has taken the place of a right to be an owner. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yeah, because this is what this is all about. Yeah. The right to be an owner. Yeah. I didn't I could have sold out years ago because yeah. they're wondering, well, why is this fight so long? Yeah. Well, when you're fighting for justice, when you're fighting for equality. A lot of people died for these rights. People like Malcolm, people like Martin Luther King, uh, Rosa Parks fought. But then there's other people who have have died. Prince, Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson, um, Whitney Houston, you know what I'm saying? Tupac, Biggie, Nipsey Russell just recently. I mean, excuse me, Hustle because he got the name from Nipsey Russell. Nip, Nipsey Hustle. I'm sorry because that first name came first and then I've never heard that of span Russell. off. Oh yeah, Nipsey Russell oh, as an actor, comedian and, and mm-hmm. anyone should Google him because before Nipsey Hustle came it was Nipsey Russell. Wow. I didn't see my generation probably have, has never Oh, well your Nipsey generation Russell. is being in your 20s and a millennial. Yeah. You guys, if we don't teach you guys yeah. and keep the knowledge flowing, mm-hmm you guys will think that you guys created the dances you're doing now when a lot of the dances you guys are doing i grew up in the 80s and yeah. they were doing these break dancing and everything in yeah. the bronx i'm from the bronx yeah you know i saw it firsthand when it was being born when jay-z and yeah. diddy and all of them were you know rapping and dmx yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and Pac and all of them you know yeah nwa you know yeah so yeah, I think people need huge. to know 50, yeah. 50 cents, you know, yeah. so people need to know what's yeah. going on here. Yeah. That you guys didn't invent the wheel. The wheel was already here. Yeah, we just so all you guys are doing is spinning an imitation of the wheel. <laughs> yeah. But the wheel was already invented. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what do you think people do like to know about the case? So when you say you've won the case, what does that mean to you? And walk us through the process of first finding out that your work had been stolen and all that, and then to where you are now. Well, I want to tell people it's three cases. Mm -hmm. Three cases. My yeah. first case was a California case that I filed pro se because I studied to be an attorney, so I'm mm -hmm. well gifted in law as well as educated in law. Yeah. The California case was a RICO case. A RICO is a criminal case filed April of 24th, 2003 in Los Angeles. Yeah. Now the FBI and the DOJ had already validated the theft, had already proven in their files the U.S. Attorney's Office, mm -hmm. that I was the owner, the writer, the creator of the Matrix and Terminator yeah. work. Third Eye Matrix Terminator. Yep. So now you ask yourself, mm -hmm. me being a woman of uh, gender, gender bias, mm -hmm. and me being a woman of color, yep. why were these people not prosecuted mm -hmm. in the year 2003? Yep. Why did the U.S. Attorney's Office in Salt Lake City, Utah, Greg Diamond and Elizabeth Ann Stevens, a prosecutor, yeah. and the head man, Greg Diamond, wanted me to lie about the investigation. So why did they want you to lie? Because about they had gotten paid off, bribed the office mm -hmm. not to prosecute yeah. this white collar crime. Wow. So my copyrights, because mm -hmm. my work was copyrighted, 81, 83, and 84. Yeah. Terminator didn't come out till October the 17th, 1984. Mm -hmm. So Cameron lied to you. Gail Ann Hurd lied to you. William Wisher lied to you. Randall Franks lied to you. Andy and Larry Wachowski, Matrix didn't come out till March the 31st, 1999. Andy and Larry Wachowski lied to you. Yeah. These people never wrote The Matrix or Terminator, have never written anything, yeah. can't even write Period. Don't even have a script at the Library of Congress because it's fraud. Yeah. It's and, my and script, this, my book. Yeah. Everybody can look. All of this is public record. And Thank you. The whole time when I was preparing for this, she's always encouraged me to do my own research. Because every time I would talk to somebody about it, they'll go on Google. And the first thing they say is, the myth, is it a hoax or is it the truth? And then it's always some ridiculous stuff. And what people don't realize is that in order to get to the top of Google, usually that's paid for. It's paid oh, yes. advertising. So the first page is usually someone has paid to be on the first page. So if you just go on Google and say, let's see, so Fia Stewart, is this real? Well, who controls Google? Who controls these, these podcasts? Hey. So you can look for yourself if you are not lazy and go to the pub public records and find out everything that she's saying. And the crazy thing that I feel like is that people want to dissect your whole story and try to find holes in it. But I have yet to meet a person that asks me, you know, what about the Wachowskis? What record is there? What copyright is there that they actually wrote <laughs> the Matrix? Like, they don't even talk about it. You can go on, you can actually Google this or YouTube it. You will not find anything of them talking about how they wrote the Matrix. You barely see an interview. You don't. You don't see any interviews. And we're on YouTube. If they did something, they're going to talk about it, especially 
with were there there Polish Jews <laughs> yeah. and the Jews on the media? Yeah. They would be on every talk show, exactly. Ellen, yeah, they Oprah, yep. everywhere. Exactly. They would be celebrated all over the media. But if they yeah. come on television mm-hmm. and lie, that is a deposition that can be used against them in a court of law to put them in jail. Exactly. Yep. So I don't know why you people are, you don't got to be a rocket scientist yeah. to figure this out. Yeah. What I'm picking up, it's nothing but a hate crime. Yeah. It's racist. Yep. And a hate crime. They're hating on me because I'm a woman. Yeah. You know, gender bias because males, male science fiction, yep. they want to proclaim they're the greatest, the males, mm-hmm. white males, white science fiction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Matrix and Terminator has black people in leadership role. Mm-hmm. White science fiction don't have that. Now, let me tell you something. The whites came to me, a lot of them, and they said, you know what, Sophia, we believe you that you wrote The Matrix and Terminator because our white science fiction, we don't have any black people in leadership role. Yeah. They usually die out the first 10 minutes of the movie, and they're not in any leadership role. Yeah, especially in the 90s when it came out. Oh, especially in the 90s. Yeah. And in the 80s when Terminator came out. Yeah. White science fiction did not have black leadership role. So now I'm in the news in 1981, June of 81. And you guys can look this up. Um, Los Angeles Sentinel archived. They're talking about me in the news. Yeah. I'm at USC Film School. Yeah. Got a degree in journalism, a double major in law and psychology. And I'm talking about and showing yeah. the first black heroes and leadership role that inspired Obama to become president because black people everywhere saw themselves in leadership role. And they were like, wait a minute. Why would these two Polish Jews come up with something like that? that? And then when they asked them, Mm -hmm. they said, oh, well, we got an idea from Carnell West. Carnell West. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. That they put him in the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, where would Carnell West get an idea mm-hmm. of consciousness? He ain't even written anything consciousness before. Yeah. And especially. It's funny. Have you seen the uh, the video of Will Smith talking about how he turned down the Matrix? Will Smith turned down the Matrix. He yeah. wanted to speak to me. This was years ago. Really? A guy that worked for him over at Overbrook, Joe Battles, a friend of my son's, yeah. got in touch with me and said, Will want to speak to you. Wow. And I said, um, okay. Yeah. Well, Will turned down the Matrix because he didn't understand anything. When the Wachowskis came to him, they couldn't explain my work because you can't explain somebody else's work. Yeah. Have you seen the video, though? Yeah, I saw the video. Okay, I was going to say, that would be cool to see. And, yeah, and Will, Will turned down the Matrix because he wanted to portray Jim West and Wild Wild West. Yeah. He wanted to portray a white man. Mm-hmm. But Jim West's fan base, mm-hmm. Michael that? Connor, I think is the actor, they rejected oh. Will in the role. That's why it, actually, that's why it bombed with Kev, Kevin Klein. Yeah, and he talked about he talked about that, and I didn't. Need, I actually love Wild Wild West, but I'm I'm not the target market for Wild Wild West. 
But he he talked about in the video how silly they sound. For one, he was like, you know, when I got into the uh, the arena, like when they were telling me they want me to play this, he's like, the way they explained it sound crazy. He's like, they have all these cameras all in a circle. And then when you jump in the air, it shows every direction. He's like, uh-huh. Because uh-huh. what no, they what that. they <laughs> what they couldn't explain about Neo mm-hmm. flying, but he's not Superman. Yeah. But he's flying is because yeah. he has ascended into his light body. Yeah. The light body that the Bible talks about when Jesus ascended to his light body, he's defying gravity. Mm-hmm. He's flying, but he's not Superman. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. But he is transformed into a higher dimensional of consciousness yeah well if you didn't write it you can't explain it if you're not picasso and you didn't paint the picasso yeah you don't know what picasso painted yeah because it's not your work yeah so you're trying to describe a picasso and it sounds like you sound like an idiot exactly it it was funny the way he (laughs) described it he's like yeah no i'm not doing that i'm gonna do wild Wild west because this don't make no sense to me and i i wanted to actually see if you were back then in the 90s and you were pitching this to will smith how would you have pitched it and it would have been simple the same thing that i just told you Mm -hmm. minutes ago that i wrote an epic story Mm -hmm. and neo is an anagram for the one yeah n-e-o-o-n-e so jc john connors jesus christ grows up to be neo yeah. One in the same in the Matrix because Neo is an anagram and John the Revelator is the only one to call Jesus the one. Yeah. So if I had approached Will, I would have showed Will my work and he would have read the story. And I said, I want you to be the one because the first three Terminators tells you about the mother mm-hmm. who's going to have the one that's going to grow up to be the savior of the people who are enslaved by the machines. Exactly. So this is what I would have told Will. Yeah, and that would have been to- totally different. Like he would have had a whole different mindset about it. And it's crazy the the symbolism because it wasn't. It was only about two or three years later that he ended up playing Muhammad Ali. And you said that that character was inspired by, by Muhammad Ali. And when you open up yeah. my book, mm-hmm. the dedication is to Muhammad Ali because yeah. we had a black superhero living hero yeah that accomplished some of the most phenomenal things yeah. and i based the neo character after him yeah it make all the sense in the world i was engaged to marry him yeah and i was with him from 1980 mm-hmm. up until ni- uh, 1983 wow. in my engagement wow but we were still in communications with each other yeah up until almost till he passed away yeah Yes. So did you ever talk to, I'm, I'm sure, I don't even know I had to ask this question, but when you talked to Muhammad Ali about the Matrix, how did he respond? He was floored by my writings. Yeah. He had my writings framed in his, in his mansion. Yeah. You know, because people would tell me, but I've been to his mansion. I met yeah. at the time when he was married to Veronica, yeah. but he and Veronica was in the process of getting a divorce. Yeah. You know, but we were going to have a Muslim marriage first because he's a Muslim. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so he was just floored. Yeah. He introduced me to many directors and producers. Yeah and people you know we were in public yeah. all of this stuff on us where we're you know going out in public is mm-hmm. archived in the media yeah. 
Yeah. So it wasn't, I, I was not hidden at all. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So he was just floored by my, by my work. In fact, he told me about his pending marriage to Yolanda before mm-hmm. the fourth wife yeah. that he married, the last wife. Yeah. He told me about that before, you know, yeah. he even married her, that she was this little girl that lived across the street from him. Yeah. And that, you know, he had the Parkinson disease mm-hmm. and that his mom, you know, told him that she was educated. She has a degree. She yeah. always admired Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. and that she would take good care of him. Yeah. Which she did. Yeah. She, she took great care of him, but yeah. God didn't want that for me. Mm-hmm. I had a mission to carry God's message. Yeah. So the matrix and terminator is the inspirational message of God yeah. to free people from bondage of programs, yeah. labels, lies, ignorance, confusion. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. That's cool. And I feel like this is this whole story. Cause I've heard you kind of touch on Muhammad Ali, but broken down in this way. I've never really seen it broken down in this way in the depths of y'all's relationship and really what he thought about, you know, your writings and stuff like that. So that's awesome. I've always been like, I felt connected to Muhammad Ali. There's certain public figures that I feel more connected to, and he's one of those people. So, and then also Will Smith. So to find out that that whole serendipity was going on is pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, well, Will Will have reached out to me on yeah. the social networks, and so have Russell Simmons. Yeah, uh, and so have um, Reverend Ron. Yeah. Yeah, they all have, but yeah. many other celebrities too. I saw a picture of you with Lawrence Fishburne. Oh yeah, Lawrence. So how was that? Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence, bless his heart, is yeah. beautiful, yeah. handsome. I, you know, I'm very shy. Yeah. That was our uh, 2006, my first red carpet, yeah. where I'm introduced to the media. Yeah. I mean, for the first time. Yeah. Uh, it's like a hundred media people there because. Sylvester Stallone is on the red carpet, the late yeah. Dennis Hopper, and some other people besides Lawrence got an award that, that day. Yeah. So Lawrence told, you know, uh, Paul Mooney, you know, y'all know, yeah. everybody knows yeah, who yeah. Paul Mooney is. <laughs> He's and Ellen from WBLS and yeah. told all of New York mm-hmm. that, hey, uh, Sophia Stewart wrote The Matrix and Terminator. Yeah. And you know, Paul, you know, yeah. Paul will- He will and, tell anybody. He, he will tell you exactly so how he feels. <laughs> He would tell the truth, yeah. and he um he was just floored. Yeah. He he told you know on air he and Ellen especially Paul he's like, yeah. okay everybody Sophia Stewart is from New York. Mm-hmm. You guys got her number out there, so come on, give me that number. Call in, give me yeah. her number, and they did. Someone called in, gave him the number, and he yeah. called me, and I did two interviews with WBLS yeah. with Paul Mooney and Ellen. Yeah. of that show at that but in 2005 yeah that's cool but i had done 4000 media interviews and mainstream yeah we're talking about bet they're hiding this and we're so, talking about essence yeah. vibe source rolling stone yeah the bbc london twice yeah wall street journal in 2009 yeah and i saw like some internet trolls who we touched on internet trolls but one of them in there are black people, there are white people, there are all kinds of races that are speaking about this, but they're not telling the truth. They're not telling the full truth or any of the truth, really. Yes. Um, but it was actually a black 
person who wrote this blog and he talked about how, you know, if it's such a big thing, how come the, the big media is not taking on this story if it's the truth? And they have taken it on. Yes. When you take it off, then the new generation, they don't know what's going on. They don't, they haven't seen those magazines or those interviews. So it's up to us to continue to tell the story and get this out there because a lot of people know about it, but they need to keep knowing about it and forever know about it. So well, they don't even seem like they know about the new magazines and yeah. NBC, ABC. Yeah. And ABC interviewed me twice and yeah. broke the story. ABC Disney was the one that actually broke the story yeah. October the 17th, 2003. And yeah. my story went vi viral. Yeah, it did. I mean, globally. Yeah. And, but yet, just like you said, they've hidden everything that's archived. Yeah. And all the newer people coming on think this just happened overnight. Exactly. That I'm some myth, that yeah. I'm some urban legend, yeah. that I didn't do it, and I'm just some internet sensation, yeah. sensational, yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy to me because I've sent over magazines, newspapers, radio. And they just ignore. It's like their brain cannot register that. The truth. The, the their truth. brains can't register the truth. Yes. Even if it adds up, it can multiply. Not even adding up. It's multiplying. And they still can't figure it out. So. They are locked in the matrix. Yeah. That is what calling that you're locked in, that you're programmed, mm -hmm. that you're in the matrix, and you have to take the red and the blue pill mm -hmm. to come out of it. You know, when we were talking about the red and blue pill earlier. Yeah. Some people do not want to seek the truth. They yeah. don't want to give it to me. Does it hurt them so badly yeah. that I accomplished something on a global level of truth and justice yeah. and that I have integrity? Because if I didn't have integrity, it would be all over the media and a negative aspect, exactly. not deceiving the public. Yeah. And you know what the greatest thing is? People don't even know that I've three court cases. Everyone is looking at the California 2003 where it was dismissed and sabotaged by lawyers that Warner Brothers mm -hmm. and the defenders, these studios sent. Yeah. You guys are looking at all news and you know what this you seem like you're, you're stuck in the matrix. <laughs> yeah. I won September the 25th, 2014. In the Utah federal court, the copyrights, the movies, the one minute and 45 second of the, uh, the protective expression of the author and creator, yeah. all FBI files, 96 pages. Anybody want it? I'll give it to you. Yep. How can you be naive? I sell Matrix and Terminator around the world. You think I can sell Apple? I'll get arrested. Yep. Do you think I can sell Gucci? I'll get arrested. Exactly. What about Nike? Get so what is wrong with these people? Yeah, unless you change the name or some other stuff, but Well, they're buying the they're buying the Matrix and Terminator from me. Exactly. Yep. They're buying it from me and they're still hating. Yep. They'll even try to take it from me. Yeah. And and because it's not unheard of that there are many movies that don't have the same name as the books. Because that's what Hollywood do. They don't want to use the title of the book. Yep. They'll call the movie something else. Yeah. But people will try to separate the book and the movies when they're one and the same. Yeah. It's just like your kid's name is Michael, 
but they and but they think Michelle is somebody else when Michelle is the yeah. European name of Michael. Yeah. So if Michelle and Michael are not two separate people, it's, the same, it's the same person. And I try to tell people the Third Eye Matrix and Terminator book is the Matrix and Terminator. It's talking about the womb, the eye of God, and the end. Terminator's end time revelations. Exactly. They can't even see that it all adds up. Yep. They will say, well, Sophia is the author of the Third Eye book, but won't say... I'm the author and creator of the movies, which are nothing but derivatives. Yeah. I explained to him, I go into the hospital, I'm the mother and I have babies. Mm -hmm. I'm the source. So how are the babies separated from me? Exactly. You see what I'm talking about? When they come from me. Yeah. Literally. When they're one and the same. Exactly. But this is what they try to do to belittle me. Mm -hmm. Or they will call me a tagline. Sophia Stewart, the mother of the matrix. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what, folks? I'm not in music. I'm not Jay-Z Jigger. I'm yep. not Sean Combs Diddy, P. Diddy. Mm -hmm. I'm Sophia Stewart, author, creator, owner of the Matrix and Terminator movie franchises. Yeah. And you need to address me that way. Yeah. And they also try to belittle me and call me Miss Sophia, Miss Sophia. Well, guess what? I'm not Miss Sophia. I was married before. I'm not the color purple. Yeah. So my name is Sophia Stewart. Yeah. You know, because I think all this was created by the studios and the trolls on the internet yeah. to try to separate and confuse the people. You know, people mimic each other. Yeah. So everybody is mimicking each other. They think they're saying something smart yeah. and something intelligent when they're really not. Yeah. And a lot of them haven't done the actual research. So like I said earlier, so I'm going to take a quick break and then we will be right back with a lot more. 